Hey guys, what's up? Let me introduce myself. I'm a traveler, and you're likely to see my photo next to the word travel in the dictionary. <laughs> Just kidding. But I do travel a lot, although not as much as I could. My problem is planes. Well, not planes themselves. Okay, I'm, I think I'm ready to admit it. I'm terrified of turbulence. Or rather, used to be terrified. The thing is that turbulence really stood in my way when it came to living out my dream, that is, to visit all the world's continents. Every time I headed for a new country, things went pretty smooth at first. I arrived at the airport, passed a security check and passport control, and bought some unnecessary stuff in a duty-free store just to distract myself from what was about to happen. Already on the plane, I squeezed the armrest to express my excitement about the takeoff. And that's pretty much all, because, however paradoxical it may sound, I'm not afraid of flying. And then it started. The plane began to make these little jerky movements from side to side. And then it just dropped down and fell, fell, fell into some kind of bottomless black hole. Or at least that's how it felt. Every time it happened, I made tremendous efforts to not start screaming, We're all gonna die! And promised myself to find some calm and relaxing hobby. Knitting or drawing, perhaps. But one day, I realized that I had to put an end to this world of misery and fear, and I went to a lecture led by an experienced pilot with 20,000 flight hours under his belt. Well, the man turned out to be a real professional and a great lecturer as well, because he made things as clear as a bell. You may not believe it, but both mathematicians and physicists haven't been able to solve the mystery of turbulence yet. The problem is that while turbulence looks simple on the outside, nothing's happening, then wham-bam, your plane seems to have gone into a milkshaker, we know very little about the underlying physics of this phenomenon. To put it simply, turbulence is chaos. It occurs when bursts of energy get into the air your plane's flying through. And this energy is exactly what causes changes in the pressure and speed of airflow. But the worst thing for those who feel more than just uncomfortable during turbulence is that it's unpredictable. Wait, how so? Can't experts equipped with modern technologies calculate where turbulence is going to occur? Don't forget about the chaos, which is one of the turbulence's main ingredients. Imagine a fast-flowing river gathering around a support leg of a bridge. Some droplets and even molecules of water start to collide with the beam and with one another. And before long, the molecules of water around the bridge's leg are moving in all directions and at all speeds, and that's what we call chaos. But what's happening with the water is also turbulence. Do you think you'd be able to draw a formula that would describe this phenomenon? <laughs> Me neither. The lecturer kept talking, but the word unpredictable was like a huge red flag waving in my mind. Unpredictable means dangerous, right? But just as I was about to start panicking, the pilot moved to the next part of his speech. Planes experience turbulence when they're flying through eddies, which are pockets of rising and falling air. There are different situations that make turbulence more likely, for example, when a plane takes off or lands in windy weather, or when it flies through layers of clouds or over mountains. Also, turbulence may be caused by the wings of the very airplane you're flying on. But the strongest and most unpleasant and unpredictable is clear air turbulence, which occurs at high altitudes. No one has figured out how to avoid turbulence altogether yet, but pilots know how to minimize its effects. First of all, during takeoff and landing, 
they keep the plane away from other aircraft to avoid the influence of wake vortex, which is turbulence created by a plane. On top of that, the weather radar informs pilots about electrical storms and turbulence happening nearby, which helps the plane to skirt these areas. In such cases, pilots can't use the autopilot, so they manage the situation manually. Also, airplane routes are made in such a way that the risk of turbulence is minimal. Okay, that's all good and well. But what if severe turbulence hits all of a sudden? Can it damage a plane seriously enough to make it fall? Well, it turns out that nowadays, it's a very unlikely scenario. Planes are made to take a huge amount of strain and stress. Plus, aircraft have an enormous safety margin. That's why even really bad turbulence will never exceed the plane's limits. About 90% of pilots won't ever experience turbulence strong enough to bend a wing spar. Besides, the wings are made to withstand one and a half times more load than is usually experienced during even the bumpiest flight. If you prefer window seats, you've probably seen wings wobbling when you're flying through turbulence. It does look scary, but you can relax. What you see is nothing in comparison to what a plane experiences when it undergoes testing. Most modern passenger aircraft can flex their wingtips up to nearly 90 degrees. Airplane wings have to be flexible because a very rigid wing would just break in extreme conditions. The same approach is used when skyscrapers are built. They sway a bit, and it makes them more robust. But back to aircraft. Although your plane won't go down during even the most severe bouts of turbulence, you might spill your drink all over yourself and your neighbor. Unfortunately, that's not the only unpleasant thing that happens to passengers during turbulence. When you hear a flight attendant say that you need to get back to your seat and fasten your seatbelt, do it. Even if your bladder isn't particularly happy about this decision. Turbulence is the main reason for injuries to passengers during a flight. And I mean not only bruises and a lost voice, but also broken bones. By buckling up, you ensure your safety and won't fly out of your seat. You've probably heard this one before, but even if the wear your seatbelt sign isn't illuminated, it's still better to stay buckled. As you remember, the most severe turbulence that happens at high altitudes can start all of a sudden, and pilots may not have time to warn passengers about the potential danger. But having worn your seatbelt throughout the flight, don't make bathroom trips just before the plane starts to descend, and don't unbuckle right after the takeoff. Turbulence is nothing to worry about, like at all. The plane is going to be okay, and you're going to be fine too. Full stop. Whew. So, how do you feel about turbulence? And what was the worst case you've ever experienced? Let me know down in the comments. If you've learned something new today, then give this video a like, share it with a friend, and here are some more cool videos to check out from the Bright Side of Life.